Well, hello, people of Defend the House, and welcome back to another monthly big review roundup pod, well, podcast. What's this thing called? Uh, what the, the hell? Big, the big roundup podcast. The big number roundup four. podcast number four. We, we haven't did done it. one. Yeah, we haven't done one in quite a while because uh. nothing really came out. That's a bit of an over exaggeration. Nothing major came out except for like Mario Maker, which is just a level making game. And that's kind of it. Yeah, there were a few other things that came uh, out I mean, that of are course. not There's, worth th- talking about. Yes, yeah. So we've Oof. been holding off until kind of a chunk of substantial releases. And September, and is it any of this August? I think a, well, a little bit I think of August. Control came out on like the 27th, so mm-hmm. it's like, eh. A dribble. September. Yeah. A dribble of August, but mostly September. Today on the menu is Control, Gears 5. They dropped the Of War, didn't they? It's just yes, they Gears did. 5. <laughs> Clean. And Borderlands 3. Yep. Some big ones. Some big yeah. AAA games. A new Let's game, like a new IP, and then two games from 2012. Re-released again in new shiny graphics. Oh, wow, wow. He's uh, already we'll starting. <laughs> All right, starting in chronological release with Control Remedies, oh. latest endeavor. And I think at the end of, I can't remember if it was the Roundup podcast or if it was one of our other podcasts that's been posted elsewhere, but oh, I yeah. remember saying that I didn't think it was going to be good. Where and did I, I remember say that? balking at that and being yeah. offended. I just thought. It looked a bit shit. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I thought the combat looked a bit rubbish. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. But you, to be fair, you had just played some bad games. So you were yeah. in a, a bit of a downer of a mood, I think. Maybe, maybe a AAA slump or something? Yeah. I mean, Days Gone did many oh, bad things to many people. Day. So, Jesus Christ. But, uh, you know, don't want to jump ahead too much, but I was a little bit wrong. It happens, to the best of us. And that's always the best way to go, I think. I went into Control with, um, I want to say low expectations, because obviously you look at reviews and it was reviewing pretty positively. Yeah. But I will say that my expectations were surpassed and then some. I would agree. I'll just say uh, I was looking forward to it more than you were. Mm-hmm. Um, that that e3 trailer last year where they announced it i was like yes sold give me this game i'm on i'm on board and i stayed on board and was looking forward to it i definitely expected it to be solid and fun i wasn't sure how much better it was going to be than quantum break Mm -hmm. quantum break is like you know it's it's, it's good solid. we are quantum break defenders yeah quantum break's a good game it's not amazing but it's it's a fun like 10 hour you know weekend game but Control is so fucking good. <laughs> control is really good. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Wow, I did control do a review of it already, so you can sort of... My thoughts are sort of there to a degree. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Control is uh, a very high-quality video game. Yeah. Uh, a lot more than I was expecting. Uh, yeah. Where do you want to start? I don't know. Uh, there's a lot. Like, there's yeah. There's more going on in this game than I ever expected. There's like structure stuff that's interesting. There's gameplay stuff that's interesting, and then there's the story and world stuff, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know but... either. 
I maybe <clears throat> story and structure. I guess <laughs> it's uh it's that game quite starts a off game. Like, so we I it was like playing. I think that game just like starts and is immediately just like I was just like yes, this game fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Like in the first twelve minutes of that game, there's yeah. so much cool style stuff and weird story stuff and the, the like the little speech she gives at the beginning where she's like talking about the poster on the wall and then behind the poster is like another world and then it cuts the way it like cuts to Ati and it's already get, dreamy like right from the beginning immediately and then like 10 minutes in you you meet the board of directors you know the board and get oh, your yeah. service weapon and uh, that I so I saw some people say that like oh control has a slow start and it it does a little bit in terms of combat. It yes, for sure, while. the combat. I would actually say the combat didn't fully click for me. I would actually say a lot of the game outside of the style didn't click for me until about the halfway point. Um, okay. Getting that levitate ability yes. is really what made it all mesh together. Like For sure. To, to just immediately do the opposite of what we were going to do, to swerve into the gameplay and structure. Sure, uh, sure. Um, you know, it, it was like, okay, the story stuff's really cool. I was really enjoying it. And the combat and structure was all fine and fun. The combat's fun from the minute, you know, from, from the time you get your gun and start it. It's, it's immediately enjoyable. But getting that levitate ability, which is, as it sounds, you, it, which is very generous as well, um, really just made the whole thing click into place. Like, the combat went from being fun to being super fun. The... <clears throat> exploration i feel like all the side quests open up at that time as well yeah yeah okay that wasn't just me then and the whole game just sort of goes like click uh when the levitate is unlocked for me yeah and, i think uh, the side quests are designed that way because upon revisiting the areas with levitate they play yeah. not completely differently but they really open up and play in a different way than when you were just stuck on the ground which i think was a really clever design choice yeah and there, there aren't like a ton of environments, but you, they get such good use out of them, you know, just by... Yeah, what was that re- game you were praising a while back for clever... Re- uh, Division 2, I think you were saying, has a really clever reuse of environments. And I would say Control has a also clever reuse of environments. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're very different use, like very different, obviously. But yeah, yeah, that, that was one that I, I had mentioned and. I think in the review I mentioned Batman Arkham Asylum as well, because that's oh, yeah. sort of like a, a contained sort of large facility environment that is really good about, uh, you know, all those Metroidvania-like elements coming back. Uh, I And now I'm lost again. I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> control is weird to talk about because there's also a lot in Control that you don't want to talk about and yeah i suspect we'll probably do some spoiler chat here that'll just get cut so you don't actually have to worry about it if you're listening but just for Mm -hmm. our our own personal satisfaction to talk about some of that stuff um well maybe just lay out the basic (coughs) premise of control without major spoilers because control's a really fun game and it has some very i would say loose rules on the world building, which allows them to kind of do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. There is a ton of lore and notes if you want to understand mm-hmm. the context of everything that is happening. They kind of put a lot of work into allowing you to understand exactly what is happening if you want to. 
But there were yeah. certain times where I was reading documents that were explaining like how this works and how this works. And I was kind of, I loved all the notes and, you know, the backstory. But at times I was just like, I, I get it. The, the simple, uh, you know, theme of this game is uh, there was another reality leaking in. Or uh, multiple realities, maybe. Multiple realities, sure. po yeah. possibly, leaking in. Uh, and it makes strange things happen. And it makes <laughs> items yeah. behave strangely. And if you want, you can kind of just play the game with that context and that's it. And just have a really good time with it. Definitely, but if you're yeah. a sci-fi nerd, you know, and you want a deep dive, wow, did they spend a lot of time putting the law into almost every object in this game, which are called altered world items, I believe. And and objects of power. Oops. Objects of power. <laughs> As they say in the game. Oh, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> um, OOP number five or whatever it is. Oops. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I am, as you know, I'm a fan of lore in... Mm -hmm. In not just video games, I, I just find like broader world building to be interesting in an, in most mediums when it's done when it's done well. Uh, yeah. it's interesting. And uh, um, control is like uh, a an absolute feast of fun, large world building. Yeah, uh, and they do a really good job of just like there's a lot that's left ambiguous and up to the imagination, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But they also, but you also feel like you know what's going on. I don't, you know, that I see, I've seen some people say like, I had no idea what was happening throughout the whole thing. And it's like, well, you're dumb. You're, you're not paying attention. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, or you're not it's reading not... the plethora of notes that have been left around. Because the context yeah. of the game is you are in a building, which is basically a governmental scientist facility where these people have been trying to figure out this reality for years and years and years. Yeah. And you're basically going through their. It's like, basically like the other reality fringe headquarters. Yes. <laughs> um, from the show where the the altered the other world has this crazy facility where they're like dealing with all this wacky shit that's going on. And I think um, I think part of the fun is they haven't quite figured out what's going on either. Yeah. And it's very entertaining to read their theorizing and their experiments and there's a really cold utilitarian approach to how they write their notes. Uh, yeah, a lot of it reminds me of, um, it's a bit of a weird comparison, but I got some Ministry of Magic feel to some of the oh, areas sure. in this game from Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, yeah. And a lot of, um, how do I describe this? There's a lot of incidents uh, out and about where normal people encounter these objects of powers. And it kind of reminds me of in Harry Potter film films where they're trying to cover up muggles seeing stuff they shouldn't have seen. And they're right. trying to give these muggles context of these objects of powers and they're trying to cover up this extra dimensional stuff and there's some really violent and horrible things and people <laughs> die and they're cold and it's it's just really really good stuff yeah and and they do a really good job of like swerving around in tone some of them are really funny like yeah. there are some that are genuinely funny some of them are funny in a like parody sort of bureaucratic parody way where there's that yes. one guy who like has to count the number and catalog all the airplane parts or something you know and it's like <laughs> yeah. there's 142,000 parts in this plane and I've tagged and cataloged all of them um and there's you get just like yeah the, there's like, um the, the desk jockeys and the apprentices who have a different tone in their notes and they're annoyed about the jobs and you have the higher ups yeah. and their tone is different yeah and there's just a lot of good uh 
they 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 bring a lot of yeah cold sort of bureaucracy to the yes. absurd stuff that they're doing in a way that just makes sense where it's I like love that it's a it's still part of the u.s government sort of right like this facility like this organization you get the sense that it's sort of this autonomous thing that exists as part of the u.s government even yeah. though the u.s government sort of just sort of ignore what they do it seems and the <laughs> and the bureau of control also deliberately makes it seem like they don't do much uh and yeah all that stuff is super fun and i like that a lot parts of it are not figured out yet like the oldest house is just like we don't really fucking know what this place is at all but we have our whole offices here yeah <laughs> and and there's like signs talking about uh there's a lot of good posters and signage in this game as well where it's talking about like you know you're not allowed to have any modern technology like here's the rules for internet usage uh and there's notes of people getting frustrated because the toilet has shifted and moved to a different yeah, area and they don't know yeah. where it is anymore yeah and there's some posters that are like if you are in a room that has shifted just please sit down and don't move and we will yeah. find you eventually like the, i the the um the world is like if portal 2 and inside were were combined yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it's like there's like this absurdist gigantic scale to it all, which both games have, right? Portal and Inside both have that, and Control has it. Mm -hmm. And there's like wacky, weird, kind of creepy shit going on like Inside. But then there's the Portal 2 aspect where it's like Cave Johnson, you know, talking to the test subjects and they're actually homeless people and they're being tricked into all this. And yeah. there's sort of that absurdist corporate sense of humor to it all as well, which is yeah, really good. It's a bit good. like bit Black Mirror, a bit bit kind of parody of government styles yeah yeah it's all of the notes are so good they really I don't are remember, good i don't remember the last time a game had such good collectible me neither because uh, i think I guess, i'm i'm quite famously pessimistic when it comes to reading notes in games yeah just because it slows down the pacing and i just want to be amongst the action and i'm lazy <laughs> yeah so, well and i don't usually often, like them too often they're not done well like they're yeah remember i remember specifically remember us talking about it for probably prey. dishonored 2 okay <clears throat> and they well prey i was actually going to mention prey as well prey is like i liked the collectibles in prey because they're all like completely mundane and uninteresting yeah. in a way that i f which is like really different for a game where it's just like all the collectibles you find are just emails that people were sending to each other like they would normally yeah um mm. Which is, you know, obviously not for you. But then I remember the Dishonored ones uh, because it was like the first one you find is like five pages long. Right. And it's about like the whale fat. And I was just like, this is too much. Like, mm -hmm. it's too much info all at once. My brain doesn't process any of it. But the. Yeah, the no giant control, codexes or anything like that. Yeah. But, and even though by the end of Control, you have just an obscene number of documents to read, they're all so digestible. Every one of them is just like. Eh, it's one page. It's you know three paragraphs and yeah. And I, I honestly they... believe that if you don't read the notes, not only are you missing out on yeah. a lot of the backstory, but it's like a fundamental pacing mechanic in the game. Like if oh, you're yeah. exploring, you go into a room, and I get excited because I see a couple of loot boxes, and then I see two notes. And if I wasn't reading the notes, it would be a much more repetitive cycle, gameplay-wise. I think. Yeah, because the the note collecting and exploration really like there's they do a great job of breaking up the combat and and it's not like you fight and then you spend a minute outside of combat it's like five six minutes where you're <laughs> just sort of 
taking it easy and then you have a little combat encounter and then you go back to collecting and exploring and yeah if you were just breezing through all that stuff not picking anything up it would just be like almost non-stop combat uh, yeah. which isn't a bad thing uh, it's still fun the combat but when it's sparsed out like that it's more enjoyable and when there's sure. context to the combat when you're like when you understand sort of what's happening uh with the hiss and your gun yeah. and you all that stuff is good um i actually realized i think one of the games that did have good collectibles in the last few years was horizon zero dawn mm-hmm. that yeah. that was all i mean that that was a game that relied probably too heavily on uh you know video diaries and stuff but they were all really good uh Oh, God, there's so much stuff in control. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I, we just talked about notes for 10 minutes. Sorry, think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, collectible notes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, I mean, we've never done that before. There's never been notes in a game which I've cared enough to praise like this. Yeah. They're just yeah, great. I mean, I... The, the writing in this game is fantastic, and the world they have built is fascinating. Yeah. Totally. A- and... And to dive into maybe something that I'll probably cut, uh, they finally fucking have some balls to do something interesting with their universe. Because video game yes. universes um, are so dull most of the time. Or if they are interesting, it's just the one universe which is interesting. You're like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then they do something else and you're like, man, it, I yeah, I, I maybe, I don't know. Should I just, they, they fucking, I'm so happy. Yeah, Remedy is so creative and yeah. confident, you know, and and like they have their own style and personality and they are completely confident in it in a way that you don't see games do very often, especially games that are like look like and feel like a major mega AAA game, even <clears> though. <throat> yeah, you usually see an indie stuff. Yeah, even though by the sounds of a control is actually more of, you know, like a Hellblade sort of scenario where it was a uh, double A. Yeah, but it but looks like a AAA and plays like it and Yeah. Um Yeah, all of the world stuff is so good. Oh my yeah. god. This um, is um a really lazy word, mm. but can we just talk about how cool control is? Because yeah. control is so cool. <laughs> yep. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> that was so, the feeling I thought fu- that was what I thought in the first like ten minutes with just there were yeah. so many moments in Control that gave me this just oh. giant shit-eating grin on my face yep. for like 30 minutes at a time because of sequences that we won't spoil. So we should probably just go over like the things that are amazing about the style. Uh, the game has a, an amazing use of color. It's really vibrant in places. Uh, oh, we, we need to get into the tech stuff as well in a little bit. Um, I do want to commend one specific thing that I think games maybe don't prioritize enough, mm. which is the use of really good music. Yep. And a lot of games have good soundtracks, but Control has such cool music. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a lazy adjective, I know, but it's, it's, I don't want to spoil stuff. Like, the use of music in this game is just so creative uh, and so exciting and varied and unusual. Uh, it sounds licensed, but it's their own really amazing stuff. Yeah, the like, there's that uh, sound booth, right, that you find sort of <clears> earlier <throat> on, and it plays what what I thought was a licensed song, and then they use another song later on, and there's the finished tango one, and they they really do sound like 
hugely professional productions that they've licensed, yeah. but they were written and composed entirely for the game. Uh, There's one kind of like poppy rock song that appears on the radio, and I, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really good. That and the 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 tango song, the fact that that's the same, it's the actor singing it as well, and just like fucking killing it as well like he could that dude can sing yeah um, special commendation for dr darling uh, oh he's so performance good. throughout the entire game he just he's goes the, for it he just does an amazing job and his little so little videos get more and more crazy as they go on in the game <sighs> and the last one day. is one maybe the best thing in that whole game <laughs> yes so good and then it, you have the little um puppet the threshold kids oh god those are so fucking weird they're so good and they're, they're kind of like really scary and creepy they're really, they're really creepy oh my god the, this game is just bursting with creative energy yes which you don't really yeah. see uh no. in most triple a stuff double a whatever I, you want to call it and i also like games most Western media, actually, I would say, is are is really bad at um, like diversifying their tone. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I tell people, the reason that Korean movies are so fucking good is because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're they're unafraid to go from horror to comedy to tragedy to slapstick humor. Like life is weird and full of all sorts of diverse tones like yes like like one you know someone dies and then you could be laughing five minutes later because that's just how people are right and but like american i'm not american western style of entertainment is like this is a drama there is no there is no laughing aloud this is a drama and then the comedy is like butt jokes ha 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 no action and no drama allowed in this comedy but then I feel like the more into Europe and Asia you get, they're just like, no, life is all over the place. So, like, let's do all sorts of things with tone, like the Wolfenstein games, you know? Yeah. Um, and this, like, Control is kind of scary at times. Uh, it's very moody. Uh, it's also, it also made me laugh harder than any game this year. Like, uh, that yeah. the final Dr. Darling video. Yes. Um, I think the thing that reminded me most of Twin Peaks was actually the tone of control yeah like it's genuinely funny really dark and eerie dreamlike it's very i don't think i feel like lynchian is just like a really lazy way of saying it's weird but it did remind well, yeah. me of twin peaks oh yeah and tone remedy like the creative director sam lake um who's the creative director on all their games um i mean those guys love david lynch like mm-hmm. go back now that you've watched a lot of david lynch stuff you go back to Alan Wake and like they're ripping off so much from Lynch. Like not yeah. just Twin Peaks, not like Alan Wake is not just a, an insane Twin Peaks homage. They are like taking music from d- different David Lynch films like Blue Velvet and Mulholland Drive. Like they, those guys love David Lynch's style. Cool. And and yeah, it is sort of Lynchian I think is overused. Like people just see something weird and they're like, "Oh, it's so weird and Lynchian and surreal." And they're like Yes, that is correct, but it, it is sort of overused. But it, but control very much captures that in a way that most things don't. Like most things, they get weird, and you're like, "Wow, that's so surreal." But they don't do what Twin Peaks does, which is uh, bounce around in tone like a fucking ping pong ball, you know, and balance um, it and do it all well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Control uh, the tone and style of it 
are amazing. Um, That's so just, good. Just tremendous stuff, and I can't wait for the DLCs. <laughs> like I know. 2020 is stacked, and I'm just looking at it and being like, yeah, I know Cyberpunk. Like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Dying Light, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, where's that fucking AWE DLC for Control? <laughs> yeah, it's weird that a DLC is one of my most hyped upcoming releases. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's crazy, uh, and we haven't even talked about the combat, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, you have a gun. You do you have, have a, a gun. A bunch of pretty familiar powers, um, but they all feel really good together. And yeah, we should probably touch on how awesome the destruction tech is in this game, because that plays yeah. a lot into the feel of combat. The fact that these little shards of brick and wood and glass are splintering and flying everywhere. The destruction tech is really crazy. It feels the, almost next-gen some of the time. The tech in general is pretty wild in control. Yeah. I remember feeling that way about Quantum Break. Um, I played it when it came out on the Xbox One, which, you know, the Xbox One is, like, not a very powerful console, or, you know, you don't associate it with being a, a killer the original graphics. One, yeah. yeah, the original Xbox One. And I remember, like, Quantum Break looks crazy as well. Mm -hmm. Like, all of their time stuff and the, the like, distortion of the environments is like just Like Doctor Strange fractaling stuff. Yeah, like, that stuff looks incredible. And it did it uh, four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, and they've really advanced their tech for this because, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's a lot of cool tech things in the game. Obviously, there's also the RTX stuff on PC, which is, like... Oh, serious baby. like next generation rendering technology that actually runs well dude um, but the thing <laughs> that the stuff that's available for everyone is that oh yeah the destruction and the physics of everything are so good yeah. I, I i would love to see like a tech breakdown of how that stuff works you know like it i the I think for the in, for the entire twenty hours I played this game, I never stopped just punching stuff because yeah. Jesse has like a really powerful like force punch. It's basically part of her superpowers. Yeah. So her punch is like a huge like blow of wind, and it was just so fun to just smash the shit out of stuff for the whole game. It never got old. I think my favorite is when you do your little jump or you're hovering near things. Everything sort of gently lifts up around you yeah. as you're just sort of flying around. Um, I think that's one of my favorite things about the powers in the game. This mm. is like real physical, like uniformity to all the powers. They feel like one force. Yeah. Just it being really used reminded me. Um, this is a weird throwback, but do you remember the film Chronicle? Yeah. I really liked um, Chronicle because in Chronicle they have telekinesis, but then there's a part in the film where they figure out like how to use that to fly. And they're not right. technically ever flying. They're just lifting themselves, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. And Control has that weird grounded feel where she only has one force and she's just kind of melding it and using it to do different things. And it just looks so, I don't know. It feels like she has one power and she's just kind of learning how to bend it into different ways, if that makes any sense. And I really, really love that about the powers. It just feels so physical. And yeah. the little, you know, destructibility when tiny fragments of stuff are getting caught in the vortexes and flying up with you. The tiny little touches just make it feel... It's like you can see the force field around her, but you can't at the same time, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and and 
it's like the, yeah the little details of things floating but also just uh sound effects as well add yeah. to the the feel of it but oh the I sound love, design in this game oh yeah the sound design for everything is amazing but I, I never ever got tired of i used levitate or the the uh launch like just oh. like a fiend for most of that game because yeah. every time you grab something the whole <laughs> you, this like yeah. When you grab something and it's like the universe is saying no, you know, this is wrong what you're yeah. doing with this power and the universe is like screaming at you every time you pull something towards you. Uh and it's just such a good sound. There are so many good sounds in this game. Yes. Uh, I loved just even pausing the menu, pausing the game and just the weird soundscape of the pause menu is good yeah. like i think it's one of the first things i said to you in discord I was yeah like, wow the pause <laughs> yeah. music sounds really cool yeah the sound design is amazing and then learning that it's one of the guys or the guy that did inside worked on this is like oh that makes sense you know the guy that did the sound design for that game which sounded incredible as well yeah um there's a fucking lawnmower outside my window right now uh, pissing me off there it goes you gone. Uh, there were a few. I was gonna. I remembered one thing about the combat that I was annoyed with was the fact that uh, I was never able to upgrade Pierce. <laughs> yeah, what was that it's about? Still, it's just bugged. It's just a bug. That's a shame because that thing is lethal. <laughs> it's fucked up. It just one shots everything. Yeah, unfortunately. I've really enjoyed gushing about control, but when it comes to the combats, I do have a few complaints. Yeah. The respawn it, system? Uh, the respawn system is unnecessarily strict. Yes. I understand it, it takes you back to uh, control points. Uh, no matter where... So the last one you rested at, even if, there were, if, even if there was one closer to where you died. Yeah, that part's really dumb. It's, it um, mainly only came up for boss fights, where it's just like, just fucking checkpoint me right outside the door, please. Please. Just, yeah. You know. I also found the guns to be... Um, actually, I'm going to be more specific. I found the pistol to be one of the best weapons in the game. Yep. <laughs> but it was it was quite inaccurate. And I never... I don't know if I just got unlucky, but I never got the right mods. I got one plus 10% accuracy mod, and oh. that's all I got for the entire game. And I... I kept aiming for the head, and I had like all these power-ups which uh, amplified headshot damage. And it was just very frustrating to like empty a clip and not hmm. hit them. And I know you, people are just going to say, you're shit, but I, I played a lot of shooters. I kind of I know what I'm hitting someone in the head and it doesn't hit. And that's because, you know, the gun has a little bit of inaccuracy in it. Yeah. And maybe yeah. it's because I was playing Gears of War 5 at the same time. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to jump ahead, but Gears of War 5 is very, very accurate and very generous. So maybe hopping between gears and coming back to control made the guns just feel like, come on, I'm clicking on this guy's skull, just pop his head off, because it would feel more satisfying if that happened. Just a minor yeah. little nitpick. I didn't really notice that, but I played with a controller because I was playing it on <laughs> my TV. Uh, so the auto-aim sort of just does most of the work, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't yeah. know if this is a, a complaint, but I think mm. the launch might be a little bit too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Like, I, I didn't use a lot of the guns. Like, I used... I basically played the whole game with pistol and pierce and occasionally <laughs> I would use spin. Me too. Um and just haul ass around and not even, you know, do the aim. I would just stick the gun out and fucking yeah. shoot everyone in the face. I never uh, used a yeah, shotgun or whatever the last one was. Yeah, charge and scatter. I I mm -hmm. didn't touch. They both felt bad. Um yeah. yeah, the problem is like 
you get launch and then you find a couple of mods that are like minus 70% launch cost mm -hmm. and plus 80% launch, you know, seize speed. And you're like, all right, <laughs> I'm good. Yep. Uh, and yeah, launch is very, very powerful. Yeah. Um, and, and eventually it does not use a lot of your energy. No, you can so do like you, six launches in a row yeah. without, without recharging. And you can kill like full armored people near the end. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you can I, actually I, pick up people that have low health and just kill them and then chuck them back at other people. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if it's a, it's a complaint because feeling powerful is fun. Yeah. But man, it, it really is powerful and you get it very early on. And I think the whole game has a bit of a weird difficulty uh, setting mm -hmm. or whatever. I don't know what the right word is, but it's like most of the game, there are no difficulty options, which is weird for, for any game nowadays, I would say. Um, and then most of it is very easy in a way that's, you're like, oh, this is, it's not a complaint really. It's just, you're just tearing ass through everything, mm -hmm. uh, which is fun. But then you get to like a side boss and it's like, ah, uh, this sucks. I'm just, yeah. And, and like the final, the big final fight, um, the last two big final fights uh, where you're going up the platforms or across mm -hmm. the red area, they just, they just, they, they just go on for too long. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the of... end of the game enemy spam. Yeah. Uh, I was at my breaking point when I got to the last wave. I was like, yeah. if there was one more after this, it would be too much. And then there never was. It was always the last wave where I was like, okay, this this is enough. This has been going yeah. for like 45 minutes now and I'm exhausted and there's no cover here. Yeah. So I feel like maybe one wave too many, not a huge thing in my opinion, but just just like enemy spam feels a bit old when it comes to game finales. It feels like last generation where they don't know what to do. So they just throw a hundred enemies at you. And it's just like, come on. I've been doing this for 30 minutes now. And the bosses, eesh, the bosses were not great. They were terrible. Yeah, I... Uh, not in design, fights... may I say. Really cool design. Yes, yes. Uh, but they were just not fun. <laughs> yeah. Which I also can't really knock too much because I just think 99% of game bosses are terrible. Like... I don't know what it is with game developers, A, always feeling the need to put bosses in their games, and B, being so shit at designing them. Uh, I just don't think boss fights are fun in 99% of games that I've ever played. I would say uh, they were just not great. Like, I yeah, thought it was really ones, strange for... Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the main one with the big eye? I think it was like F, the four, some, the, the, I don't know what it was called. But it's really strange to make a mechanic where you are, you're having to look up at a tall creature. Oh, that thing, yeah. And you also have to keep an eye on the ground because it makes holes in the ground and you can't do both at once. So yeah. every time, I think I did like four times falling through the floor where I couldn't see an open hole. And it just doesn't feel fun to die like that when you don't see an obstacle. Yeah. And it just feels like, doesn't this come up in testing? Like surely when people tested this, they died that way and they went, wow, that's not fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that a lot uh, about a lot of things in video games where I'm just playing it. I'm like, if it was there literally no one like me in this entire facility that play tested this game before release and said, this part fucking sucks, you guys. We need to make it more enjoyable. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, you know, there were definitely parts like that in control, but I also feel like there are parts like the, uh, like that in 
a huge majority of games. Um, I think it's the one-shot stuff, dying instantly, because that's what that was also in the yeah. anchor fight. In the anchor fight, yes. you would die instantly if you were hit by it, or maybe you were flying across between the platforms, you just didn't time it right, or you got hit and you fell down. Every time I died in a boss fight, it was never like, they didn't chip down my health, I would just fall in a hole. And then the respawn system is pretty brutal. Yeah. I just, insta-killing you, <clears throat> Gears of War 5, we'll get to you. <sighs> insta-killing yeah. you in a boss is just not fun. You want to die from your own mistakes, not healing, etc., etc. Yeah. Like, yeah. the, the last Absolutely. generation, we've had the Souls genre. There's a lot of boss fights to look at now, and people really like them. I just, I don't know. It just it seems like a weird oversight at this point. Yeah, I agree. And I also think um, the game is sort of has that Wolfenstein problem a little bit of uh, it, it sometimes is just really hard to tell when you're taking damage and you just sort of go from mm. 100 to, to dead really quickly sometimes. Um, I didn't die much in normal combat, but with some of the bosses, you get like one, take one hit of from them and you go from 100 to 10 and you're like, yeah. oh, I didn't even realize that I had been hit that bad. Um it's but then you the can like just that's... pop up the shield and like charge into combat and get some <clears throat> health pickups. The shield is really cool, by the way, as well. I did not use it enough. <laughs> oh, I used it a lot. It just looks awesome. It does look awesome, yeah. God, it looks so good. I didn't use it much because I was flying around launching shit at people. I wasn't taking damage. I wasn't on the ground. You you can shield while flying. I know, I know. Okay. But uh, It looks sick. I was just launching shit constantly. <laughs> I wasn't. <Yeah. laughs> I used that ability so much. Um, uh, while we're doing kind of like a negative nitpicky area, let me just yeah. get the pretty much the last complaint I think I have of, out of the whole game, which you covered in your review, which is um, there's no mod sorting, yeah. which is utterly bizarre to me. So if you don't know, in the game you get mods which uh, change your gun, the attributes of your gun, you know, better accuracy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you pick up a lot of them as well. Like a every lot. now and then you'll check and you have like 40 and there's no sorting. Yeah. I, like, what I, a bizarre oversight when you're making a AAA product that has taken you years to not just put in sorting <laughs> in mods. Yeah, it's, it's strange. Uh, it's really weird. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't do game design, but surely out of all the amazing things they made in this game, having a button that sorts the mod into types should be pretty easy. I think... That The Witcher 3 actually shipped without inventory sorting as well. Very strange. Uh, anyways, Borderlands 3 also could use better sorting options um, for all that shit you get. Anyways, yeah, that 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 whole system, I it was a little. I thought it was a little weird that it was there in the first place. It, it reminded me of God of War. Um, yeah, I actually like, only. Oh. I was gonna say I only ever really looked at the mods uh, for like a specific encounter once, and that was for a. Um, I don't want to spoil it. Let's say a, a boss deep, deep down. Right. Yeah. That was the oh, only God. time I ever like changed them. But I guess if you're playing on higher difficulties, then maybe well, there is no uh... higher difficulty. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then I only ever use them uh, in a specific circumstance once. Apart from that, yeah, I just was to like, get more health, boop, boop, boop. right? Like that's what I did. Was like that one, one or two boss fights. I was like, I'm gonna spec into health and yeah, and I spec into just... shield. I think. Right, for that yeah. boss deep, deep down. But apart from mm. that, it was just like uh, headshot was, damage and uh, launch. I can't remember what I did with Pierce. <laughs> yeah, launch. Oh, for Pierce. Yeah, I found uh, I had a mod that was like plus fifty percent damage that I just slapped on Pierce. Oh, I didn't get one. And it, it fucking good. ripped. Uh, that sounds good. Um, but yeah, it was. 
yeah, it, it is such a basic thing. And, and that whole system just felt a little... Uh, it, it's good that it's there. I like that it was there, but it could have been fleshed out more and just cleaner yeah. cleaner presentation. Um, God of War, I remember, I actually, sort of suffered um, similarly from yeah, poor, poor sorting like options. Yeah, I did like the simple skill tree that they have yeah. in the game. Because as you're going down the list, it's like just like you know, 10% to melee damage, 10% to blah, blah. But then there's these side things that jut out and they're additional skills. And you don't know what's coming and you don't see them until you're quite close to them in the skill tree. And I would say all the new skills that get unlocked are pretty cool and they change combat. And there was something yeah, really like exciting. Yeah, they're like augments to the, to the base yeah. power, yeah. And there's something really exciting about going down those trees and seeing one that, you know, pokes out to the right and you know it's going to you know, change your power a little bit. And it was a really fun thing to look forward to and work towards. And all those yeah. little upgrades your powers were really neat. Yeah. And also, I I never... I don't really know why that whole um, material collection thing is there. You know, you find like these... The different materials that are used mm. for upgrading your guns. Yeah. I don't know why... It, I don't know. It, it, you don't really have to deal with them at all. You just see when you have enough, you just buy the upgrade. But it's it just, just like... Validates the, the loot caches that are hidden around. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, but I don't know why they had to have like nine different types of them. Mm, uh, yeah. Yeah, but whatever it, it's just sort of um, it's mainly just like a menu thing more than anything uh, uh one thing i wasn't expecting from this game it actually has um some puzzles there's some puzzle segments in the game and i think they're pretty good and they do not hold your hand and i was surprised to have many puzzly parts of the game and i obviously don't want to try to remember a single one of them I don't want to go into specifics. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. The, I, uh, the puzzles for me were kind of, some of them worked and some of them were like, I wish you would just like, like there's one or two where you, if you don't see a thing, like you're on a computer terminal and if you don't see the poster off to the side, mm -hmm. then you'll never figure it out. And there were a couple, yeah. of, couple of those where I was like, I had to go look up where to just get the information from. And then I, you know, and I was like, oh, it was right there. I just wish there were a couple of times where I was like, just maybe light the scene slightly better because my eyes just never spotted um, that. There were two like that in particular where it's like you're doing the the computer monitor thing. And uh, I just was like, what, what am I fucking doing here, game? Uh, I like I, them because they have they like, were, some environmental aspects to them. Like looking some around of them were more interesting. I yeah. thought they were cool. Yeah, some of them were more interesting. Uh, I really enjoyed the exploration with Levitate as well, like finding all yeah. these secret rooms. I really enjoy any game where you... So I, I actually, I figured out recently, maybe not recently, but in the last year or so, why some of the immersive sims click for me and some don't you know we we've, we've had this conversation many times in the past uh and i've talked to like prey clicked for me but i don't really know why mm -hmm. i for i think i figured it out and it's if you give me an environment that is <clears throat> uh pretty grounded and like realistic and then i don't know what like with hitman or prey and control to some extent where it's like I'm just a dude with a, some powers in this like very familiar sort of normal modern environment. Uh, and that is what allows me to click with being experimental for whatever reason. Anyways, control triggered that to some degree with the levitate ability because there's a lot of... Um, I really enjoyed just sort of 
exploring and platforming around on things when it feels like you're not really maybe supposed to be able to, or it's not like they didn't put a giant blatant yellow grab symbol, you know, on it. So you're like, can I even get up here? And then you like jump off of a tree branch and (laughs) you're like, oh shit, I'm up on this like eighth story balcony in the middle of central research. And there's a secret like hallway with a weird room at the end of it. Yeah. Central Um, research was really fun for that power. Yeah, Central Research was revisiting that with Levitate was one of actually one of my favorite parts of the game was just uh, running around there, finding all these secret rooms. That stuff is fun. Um, Yeah. I think uh, one thing we kind of skipped over when we were talking about the story, Mm. I thought this game was going to be very lonely. I don't know why. I always feel like I'm not sure. Sims, you're kind of on your own. Maybe I was thinking about Prey where you don't see, I think you see one single person outside a window in Prey. No, 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 no. But, There's uh, lots of people con- in Prey. Control has a really... Is that in Prey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, there's it's your all, problem. Okay, anyway. There, no, uh, there's all sorts of people throughout Prey. Anyways, go on, go on. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Really I know what but you it, mean. I know what you mean. Control has a really, like, eccentric and fun array of characters. Yeah. Totally. I hate to be I hate to be pessimistic, but Jesse is kind of the worst and most boring character in the game. She's, She's just, fine. She's fine, but everyone else is really entertaining. I liked all the characters in the game. Yeah. I think Jesse is a, a solid main protagonist. Uh, she's sort of like Aloy a little bit, where you're like, she's a bit bland, but she's she's fine. I don't mind I do her. like um, that as the game starts, Jesse just kind of accepts what's going on to <laughs> yeah. an unrealistic degree. And you're like, oh, she's just kind of stepping into this role. Okay, I guess she just takes it by the throat. And then they kind of add context to that later in about why she is so, I guess, willing to go through with all this crazy shit. Yeah. Which yeah, was yeah. kind of cool to see unravel. But yeah, great characters. They've all got uh, great performances, weird voices, fun personalities. I was not expecting such a fun array of characters in the game. That's sort of um, something I expect from Remedy, but had forgotten was a thing. Like, because. Con- Quantum Break doesn't have it, but Alan Wake is full of weird characters that you meet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was—I I know what you mean. Like, I expected it to be me alone in the environment exploring the whole time, which yeah. is the case. But you actually—it turns out there's like soldiers there and all sorts of characters you meet. Uh, which, and then when, once you start meeting them, I realized I was like, oh yeah, right, Remedy, good side <laughs> characters, yeah. right, Ati. Best character of the year. Yes. He's so <laughs> also, good. Also, I realized Ati sounds exactly, not exactly like, but they both come from the same part of Finland, I would say. He sounds so much like the hydraulic press channel guy. I oh, can't hear yeah. it. Probably racist, kept, but... <laughs> I kept... Well, they, I'm, they're both Finnish, so, you know, it's like, <laughs> They probably come from a similar part in Finland, or I don't know, you know, but it's this... I just kept expecting Ati to say, like, we must deal with it. (laughs) Um, He is a fantastic uh, character. He's so good. I love how you can barely understand a word he says as well. It's like, I was happy. There were a few times where I was, like, really struggling. It's like, did he, is he speaking English? No, oh, no, that's Finnish. Oh, there's English. Oh, okay. Oh, no, we're back to Finnish again. Oh, okay. He speaks a lot of nonsense as well. Also, yeah, everything he says is fucking gibberish. Also... More video games, maybe maybe they shouldn't actually do this. Video games that make good use of live-action video are just the best. Yes, and FMV, good bring use, it back. Good use of FMV is pretty few and far between. Uh, but Control, not only does it use FMV super well in like traditional ways with the 
Dr. Darling videos, but it also uses live action video in like really interesting and creative ways by like incorporating the video into gameplay itself, like with all the uh, director trench stuff, you know, where Mm -hmm. like that's live action video playing in the game world in 3D and is just makes for some really cool visuals. Yeah. Uh, And it's just really fun and creative. And I I love it. I love control. It's so good. I think one thing we haven't really touched on is uh, the setting. Because mm. because I'd say the first couple of hours, it's uh, standard governmental building stuff. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say it's repetitive, but it just, it looks what you, it looks like what you would imagine. Uh, but they do a really good job of creating these varied and like creative environments within the context of the world. Like when mm. you first go to the Black Quarry, the Black Rock quarry there's the mold place uh again the rt mission when you go underneath this is a lot of great set pieces and i thought it was maybe going to be a bit more limiting i think that was maybe some of my negative uh anticipation when i just saw her flying around in a government building i was like ugh, this looks a bit bland and they do a really great job of making all the areas feel very distinct but also having like context every place in the building has a purpose it feels like prey I really like the grounded nature of the Prey uh, space station. Like, every yeah. area had its purpose. And Control has that, but it also has its really wacky, uh, otherworldly areas, which are really fun to explore. Yeah, yeah. Having only... I basically only ever watched, like, the first trailer and then the one at E3, this past E3, and neither of those, thankfully, show much of the environments, uh, which was nice. I, I was glad to not be spoiled on some of those visuals and and if it had all just looked like central research you know that would be fine but yeah the between the quarry the maze of foundation area like all these areas yeah they 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 branch out in a lot of visually exciting ways while all feeling like contiguous and like it all makes sense It, it doesn't feel like you're suddenly in some weird other game, right? You're just like, no, mm-hmm. this makes sense for this weird ass building that I'm in. Uh, and they, they, they do good with that. The ashtray maze looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh my God. <clears throat> that whole sequence um, is so good. Even though I did so- die like four times, <laughs> I was getting sloppy. Oh, there's so many good uh, things about the game. You know, I love all the objects of power or the altered world, uh, whatever you call it. Those quests uh, were fun. That side, those side quests. Yeah, uh, you, to find every little them. item has its own personality and effects. Again, I really like the traffic light. To me. I yes. really like the traffic. I didn't know what was going on at first, and then I was like, oh, "It's a traffic light." I, See, I that's a puzzle. It. It's a puzzle. Yeah, See, I told that, you that, some of the puzzles that, are good. Yes, they were. You were right. You were right. There's some really like magical stuff when it comes to the altered world. Not all of them are they're like violent and horrible. Some of them are kind of charming and funny. Yeah. Like, sometimes you're just chasing a rubber duck around a room. And I'm like... Oh, that fucking stupid rubber duck. <laughs> quack, quack. And then there's some really horrifying ones, like the fridge, that, but that guy can't look away from it. That's, like, the really fridge, scary. But, or also there's a, a safe, uh, and the description is, like, sometimes it just bleeds, like, blood oh, oozes yeah. out from inside, and we've scanned it, and there's something in there, but it's moving too rapidly, and we can't get a clear x-ray of it, but mm. we're not going to open it, and I'm like, that's fucked up. I don't want to know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the, it the, might be a bit inspired by a horror game called SCP. SCP is a very old indie horror game where it was very similar, but 
um, these instead of items, it was monsters. Yeah. They all had different powers, and so, you would find little documents describing their powers, and it was horrifying. Yeah, so there was I, I had never heard of the SCP stuff, and then was Ugh. listening to um, a Waypoint podcast where they were talking about it. And the SCP Foundation is like a collaborative fiction website where mm. people write short stories about weird entities or locations or uh objects um and control having never heard of it and then hearing it described afterwards i was like oh control really was like borrowed a lot of inspiration from this yeah. sort of um you know collaborative fiction website even the uh, documents identifying the objects are very similar to how it works in uh, scp yeah so i didn't know that there was actually a game based off of that stuff but that that makes sense <sighs> that game's uh, scary man Interesting, I think yeah. there's a yeah, lot I'll... to talk about in this game. A lot of things to complement. We should probably we should probably start wrapping it up before we start diving too deep. Yeah, we have other games to talk about that are not as interesting. <laughs> I don't like to nitpick. Um, I feel like I could have done with maybe a, a tiny bit more enemy variants, maybe yes, a couple more yeah. gun variants because I yeah, used two, I and maybe one more power because it really did feel like I was just flying and launching stuff. Yeah. Uh, usually I wouldn't nitpick so much, but when the rest of the game is so strong, it's, I don't know, it stands out a bit more because it feels like you were close to a home run. Like this could have, poof, I don't want to talk about our top 10, but I'm just saying that with a, it, if it was a bit, I just, I, there I were like one have, or two things that stops it from being like a, a perfect five star game. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And giving Outer Wilds a run for its money. <laughs> yes. I wasn't going to say it because I didn't want to, but yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, it was so close. Yeah. So, I don't like to nitpick, but when a game is so good, you notice the blemishes just a little bit more. Yeah, I 100% I agree with those those few points. Like, more, a few more enemies, a few more guns, and I, I also thought it could have used one more power of some sort. Yeah. Uh, but but, but those little... at the same time, like, the journey through is just oh. is so good. Such fun, creative world building. It's fun sci-fi. It's got amazing style. It's just one of the most creative and cool games. Yeah. It's got really good gunplay. Yeah. It's just one of the coolest and most creative games I've played in a very, very long time. And you don't usually see them at this like budget or scale. It's usually the indie guys that are being more experimental. Uh, So it's just so fun to see it uh, just at this scale. You know, close to triple A type of game uh totally. it was fucking phenomenal uh, yep. it, i expected to not really be into it and it is one of my favorite games of the entire year yep control pretty damn good agreed you know what bothers me borderlands 3 and gears 5 both reviewed higher than control and i think that's such <sighs> fucking dumb bullshit game critics are bad <laughs> take that game critics <sighs> Damn. well this should be a quick, easy two chats here. Uh, Borderlands, and or no, Gears 5 and Borderlands. Uh, Gears 5, um, did you play Gears 1, 2, 3, 4, or Judgment? Great, yes. Did you like them? Great, yes. Play play Gears 5, great. Okay, Borderlands, did you play Borderlands 1, 2, pre-sequel? Did you like those? Yes, okay, play Borderlands 3. Okay, bye. <laughs> we probably could just do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I need to vent a little bit about Borderlands. Okay. Uh, so Gears of War um, 5. Um, Gears 5, please. Sorry, Gears it's 5. It's not about war. There's no killing anymore. There's, there's no war. Um, it's Gears a walking 5, simulator talking game. 
Yes, Gears 5 is a great poster boy for Game Pass. £2 for Ultimate Game Pass for two months. A £2 game is A-OK in my book. Uh, Gears Um, 5 is... It it, it looks really good. Amazing environments. Uh, It feels really, really good on PC. I actually think it feels too good on PC. I played with a controller, so I can't speak to this. (laughs) The guns are so accurate... Mm. Uh, and the hitboxes are so generous. <laughs> There's a mechanic in the game where you are leveling up this little bot called Jack. Yeah. And I almost didn't need him for the entire game because all I needed was a Boltock pistol. Um, what was that? <laughs> the uh, uh, like the semi-automatic Mark, thing. Markza or whatever. The, the... Mark, Mark Taz or whatever. That gun. Yeah. A sniper Weapons. rifle. I never even bothered with like boom shots, the drop shots, mm. because the headshot stuff was so good. And if I, I would shoot one bullet, do the active reload perfectly so it does more yep. damage, uh, use the ping from Jack, which gives you more critical hit damage. Oh, yeah. It was just, oh, yeah. it was just fucking carnage. <laughs> nothing, st- nothing stood in my way. I should have recorded it because it was comical. There would be like these it, giant guys with, uh, you know, the shielded robots. And yeah. Everything was just getting demolished. Nothing <laughs> stood a chance against a mouse and keyboard. I love that. It was kind of funny. Um, um, I will say it was very satisfying. It was Gears, not a difficult game, but I did no, enjoy playing it. It was yeah. fun. Gears definitely after two, um, three onwards on normal. That game's too easy. Uh, I yeah, played, I played four on hardcore and had a really good time. I started five on hardcore and then was just not in the mood for any sort of challenge and dropped it to normal and kind <clears> of regretted <throat> a little bit because um, the jack abilities get pretty decent the further yeah. in you get and using them more I, I that being said like so i didn't really use them much like you but that being said i i probably will end up replaying gears 5 this I don't know you know, if it's maybe a, over winter yeah. i don't know if it's a spoiler but the last power is pretty fun pretty goofy the one beginning with h uh hijack i'll just say a hijack oh hijack yeah 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 right that's a that's a fun ability i, I finally started using this. There's some funny moments. You can pretty much take over anything, like the big boys. And it, this yes. Is, yeah. yeah. Some funny circumstances when you do that. Yeah. Um, you should probably talk about the... Probably just back up a little bit. Okay. I was just going to say, um, I like Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've enjoyed all of them that I've played. I've never played Judgment uh, yeah. because it sounded bad. Uh, every time a Gears game comes out, this is mainly about Gears 4 and Gears 5 because there was a gap between them. Or between, you know, 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. Gears 4 and then with Gears 5, I was like, when it, as soon as I get back into it, I'm like, oh yeah, Gears games are, yeah, yeah, I, I like Gears of War. The, the, I like the world, I like the characters, kind of. The, like, auditory sounds uh, trigger my nostalgia, like that perfect, you know, little, when you hit the, the yeah. weird little breath when you hit the perfect reload or the... The musical sting when combat ends, like yes, I was just about to say that. <laughs> there's something nostalgic and mm-hmm. likable about Gears of War, and I, I've yeah. Every time a Gears game comes out, even two and three, like I didn't like one a whole lot. I thought it was kind of boring, but then Gears two, I was like, man, this game's kind of great. Like it's dumb. The characters are okay. Uh, the gameplay's fun and it looks great, and then that just sort of reapplies to every Gears game. And I really like two. I, three is amazing. Four was a very solid, you know, new developer coming back from a break, 
debut. We should probably clarify we are only talking about the campaign, since that's all oh, we yeah. really touched. Also, Gears of War is a single-player experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I delved into the horde in Gears Three some for sure. Horde uh, is fun. Horde is cool, but like we're, yeah, we are exclusively talking about the campaign for this. Um, yeah, I ain't going near that multiplayer. Gears Four, you know, we reviewed it. Um, we both liked it. It was a fun, comfy, very basic game. It was a very safe game, I think, which makes sense. Um, Gears Three, Gears Five is also a very safe game. Um, Gears Five. I really liked it. I, yeah. I played it, each act I played in one sitting, so it was over in four sittings. It's like mm-hmm. 10 hours. It looks f- fucking amazing on the PC. I had I played it on my TV and 4K HDR 60. Holy shit, it mm. looks good. It's very sharp. It just feels so expensive. That whole game yes. is just, I think partially because they've like made re probably reanimated a lot of stuff for 60 fps maybe I, i'm just speculating but it just felt obscenely expensive all the way yes, through and it really did you know the gameplay is really satisfying the visuals are fun there's some good set pieces it mixes things up ever so slightly uh it's yeah very minimally different from the other games but I, I think because I'm never I've never been so attached to Gears that I just like I want Halo to evolve, but if Gears just sort of keeps doing what it does every three years, I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's ten hours. I, yeah, I think I it agree. was a dollar, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed Gears Five. Yeah, it's fun. The end. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I, I pretty I, much, I pretty much agree with all of that. I was expecting the open world stuff to be interesting. Yeah, uh, and it it's was not. It's it was not. not. It's barely even an open world. You know, like no. They say they're like, oh, we are inspired by God of War. I'm like, oh, that's cool. God of War did a manageable open world really well. Uh, Gears is just you get your skiff and you drive to the mission. <laughs> Yeah. And then you do the mission, and then you drive for 30 seconds to the next mission. And I guess it gives you options to skip side quests if you're not interested. It makes it I a little don't bit flexible. Know. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess there are those, like, the water tower side quests. And you it's don't have one, to do them if you don't want it's to. It's one side quest per world, and there's two worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, like, I thought that was going to be a bigger change. Me too, yeah. And it's kind of poorly executed i would say like but at the same time it didn't bother me like after 10 minutes i was like oh i see what i see what the open world is it's it's nothing really that's fine yeah um i've said many times i enjoy i i don't mind parts of games where you're just doing nothing for like a minute or two you know downtime downtime and the skiff feels really nice it looks really nice it's very elegant to move. There's a nice sort of, there's some music that plays sort of faintly in the background that I really liked whenever you're on your skiff. Yeah, I and think you know, they were you'd... trying to go for like a uh, Kratos and uh, what's the little shit called? Boy. Boy, yeah. Uh, uh, on their you... boat. Yeah, when they're having their little bonding moments on the boat, maybe they were going for that on the skiff. You and Cat and D Dell. Dell and uh, Kate, yeah. Kat? Kate, Kate, Kat, Kate, Kate, Kate. One of those two. We 
really care about these characters. Um, <laughs> My bad. But, you know, in practice, it's just you drive to the mission, you do the mission, you shoot, and everyone's yelling, ah, oh, come on, over and over again, and heads are exploding. And then you get, like, a minute of you just sort of skiing back and forth on your skiff, and it's all quiet. And I was just, every time I got back on the skiff, I was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> ah, skiff, yeah, ah, uh, okay, that's enough of that. Let's kill some things again. Yeah. And uh, it was, it's, like, objectively, it's like, on paper, you look at it, and you're like, this is pretty, pretty underwhelming uh, yeah. like i don't even know why you bothered with this change but in practice i was just like eh, this guy is fine yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fine there I was think, there's still room for last generation style action games i think yeah sometimes you just need those type of games in your library to break up the the live services and the battle royales. Sometimes and the endless you need open little, world, like 50-hour yeah. games. You and know, the 80 um, hours of Assassin's Creed. Sometimes you see a little taste of a simpler time. Yeah, there's not been a Naughty Dog game for a few years. Call of Duty's campaign, the last one was World War II, which was two years ago now, and it was terrible. You know, we're a little overdue for like a nice, comfy, 10-hour linear game. And... Gears 5 is that. And I yeah. I think Gears 5 is a much better game than Gears 4. Um, even if it's not as ambitious and maybe not as stupid as Gears 4. Uh, I actually is, liked Gears 4 a bit better. See, I'm thinking back to Gears 4 and all of the levels are so boring to me in my mind. And I'm thinking about Gears 5 and I just... I think there's just... I don't know. Gears 5 for me just flowed... And is and was visually more interesting, and I think that's why I like it more than four. It's uh, definitely visually better. They're but just, I just like I think the giant ridiculous set pieces in four are superior, and it's one of my yes. favorite parts of Gears of War. Yeah, in, that's in why five, I said Gears Four is a stupider game, and like, that's there's a that boss fight as well, the end of Act Two, which I fucking hated. That boss fight in Gears Five is very bad. And then you have the end of Act 3 is really fun. Yeah, uh, and then it just sort of repeats that again. And then the end of Act, Act 4, four is, it yeah. just kind of ends. And Act 4 is a mess. I, not a mess, it's just like someone's like actively sawing the end of the game off while you're playing through Act 4. <laughs> and then it yeah. just falls and the end of the game is just gone. And you're like, wait, the game's over? What the fuck? And it's a really good um, choice. I don't know what that choice was about. I don't they, know why. Like, what are they going to do about that? I, That'd be strange. Are they going to do it like Mass Effect and like pull your save for the next game? Like, I, don't I don't think so. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, the story stuff in Gears 5 is strange because Act 1 is like a a decent, you know, Act 1 is like is so much better than Gears 4. Gears 4's Act 1 is so long and so boring in that uh, Oh, yeah, city. it's really slow, yeah. Act, Act 1 in Gears 5 is just like hits the ground running and yeah, is really a really good... good first act of the game the the theater shootout is really funny um yeah uh and it tells like a sort of self-contained story with jd being a piece of shit basically yeah um or not a piece of shit, but a bit of a shit just like arrogant um, and you know yeah and so like act one was good sort of self-contained and then act two is like probably the longest act in the game and that's like the crazy ice storm which was pretty fun yeah, there's the ice storm, and that you get to sort of wander around that nice little village at the first part, and there's oh yeah, interesting story revelations with Kate and that was fun, yeah. 
the secret base and i really liked the snooty uh trash can ai british robot <laughs> he was really funny the the line <laughs> the line where he says uh where they're like what are you what what is required like kate's like what's required for me to learn these things he's like minorly damaging your brain <laughs> that line, i don't know why it just killed me um and then act three so you learn some stuff in act two which it turns out you kind of learned in gears of war two act two i found out uh which is weird and then act three is just like we need to launch a rocket yeah act three was, was weird but kind of the the formation of that rocket was weirdly satisfying if that makes sense yeah like all of act three is basically you traveling around this nice looking red sand area finding pieces for a giant rocket and like yeah i liked act three as well but from a story perspective it's like the whole game is just there's no story really like yeah nothing really happens like gears four at least you know was introducing the new characters and reintroducing the old ones and you're like okay this is good there's good character moments here marcus screams about his tomatoes being ruined and like that's fun <laughs> and coltrane shows up and it's still awesome and but then gears five yeah it's just like act one has this little self-contained story act two has this self-contained story that i thought was going to be the the whole plot of gears five because it's major implications mm-hmm. uh and then they just forget about it for act three and four and it's like and then act three and four it's like we need to get the hammer of dawn working again and i'm like wait a second are we just gonna forget about everything that you learned in act two uh and they do uh and it's just yeah by the end of the game you're like okay i i learned one thing about kate that i actually knew already because i read the wiki of gears four yeah Uh, yeah yeah it's it's yeah, weird. Not much happens. They don't get a lot done. No, and it's suffering that Halo Halo thing as well, where they're just repeating everything. Right? It's mm-hmm. just the same plot of the first trilogy again. It's like the humans are up against the wall again, fighting the locust again. And I'm like, wait, I kill. I figured this all out at the end of Gears Three. Uh, yeah. It's you know, but at the same time. I, I don't care enough about Gears to actually be annoyed by any of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's I've, I, I, I it's always I been a bit of can... a weird series, I think, in terms of uh, relationship with it. Where it's like, I, I, I enjoy it. I like the characters. And then when it ends, it all just slides out my brain and I forget it all. Yeah. There was definitely parts of Gears of War 5 where I had no idea what was going on because I had forgotten what happened in the previous Gears of War games. And I'm pretty sure I played the first three multiple times. I'm pretty sure I played 1, 2, and 3 more than once, and 4 wasn't that long ago, and I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. I have and no I watched memory. a recap. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm realizing that Gears of War campaigns are enjoyable for the same reason as Call of Duty campaigns can be enjoyable, which is they're just disposable, fun, comfy popcorn experiences. Yeah. And and you don't really think about anything while you're playing it, and you're like, this looks beautiful, it feels good, it's fun, I mildly am enjoying all of it. And then when it's over, you're like, wait, what was I doing again? (laughs) (laughs) And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, like, 
and like you said it's it's on game pass as well like that microsoft put out a statement saying that it was their biggest xbox or like original xbox launch since halo 4 in 2012 wow uh, the, the biggest launch of the generation for them um all thanks i would imagine primarily to game pass mm-hmm. it's like i paid a dollar or whatever it is maybe it was ten dollars no it's less than ten dollars because i eighty dollar you know converted my gold for a year or whatever so it was eighty dollars across 12 months whatever that math is it's like seven dollars or something and it's like well i only paid like five or six dollars for this game so yes uh, i don't give a shit i can't really like i feel like game pass or or rather microsoft first party exclusives are going to become hard to criticize you know because it's (laughs) like gears 5 has problems uh but i paid five dollars for it and had a good time with it so like I don't really care. Yeah, you know? it's like, it's like oh, they they overcooked my steak a bit, but I paid five bucks. So. But it was still like a triple A prime beef steak, but yeah. it was medium instead of rare. <laughs> yeah, and four dollars, and I'm like, well, I whatever. It's still tender and yummy, so yeah. uh, I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. I like that um, analogy. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Do you have like? No, I think you you pretty much covered all of it. I will I, say I, I, that I do think the the movement does feel a bit old at this point. Yeah. I know they can't really change it because the multiplayer is an important factor for a strange niche group of people who still really enjoy Gears of War Online. So they can't really change that. But you still get the times where you're trying to like dive roll and you, you stick to a surface. You're like, get the fuck off the wall. And then yeah. you try and get on a, a turret and you actually pick up a gun that's near the turret. And there's just some things that feel a bit heavy and clunky. Yeah. But I mean, it's a $4 stake. So exactly. <laughs> Especially after Control, where Control is like so fluid and effortless mm-hmm. in all of yeah. its movement and shooting. Yeah, Gears, Gears definitely... Yeah, the core of it is definitely feeling a little old, but it also still feels really good, like across the board for the most. Yeah, the part, shooting you know? is like so sharp on PC. Jesus Christ! It's yeah, too good. and and it made me like I'm probably I'm sort of slowly starting to replay Gears Three, and I might end up playing it all. And and like Gears Three is really good. I think I replayed it like two, three years ago, and it's really Gears good. Of, Gears Three is really fucking good. Yeah, and it's. It's in 4K now on the Xbox One X, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this game looks fucking unbelievable for 2011. Yeah. And But it also feels identical to Gears 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, it's exactly the same. It, the jack abilities are neat, but again, it's so easy, you never use them. So yeah. if I replay 5, which I probably will, uh, I'll play it on hardcore and, and you know probably get more use out of jack. Um Actually, I do have one last point, and I don't know mm. if you will agree with it. Uh, in Gears of War 4, yeah. I kind of feel like they just like shoved in uh, Marcus, Cole, and Baird as like these remember these guys type of things. Like mm. Marcus was there from the beginning, and then right at the end, it was like Cole and Baird came in. It's like, here they are. Here's the characters you know. Yeah. And I I actually kind of liked what they did with the old trio in the new game. They kind of felt like they had more place in the world that made sense for their skills. And they're yeah. starting to really look old. And it's making me feel, I don't know, it made me feel kind of nostalgic and also old. <laughs> I forget that, I, you know, we've been with these characters for 12 years. 
And even if, you know, me and you aren't really that invested in the world of lore, we've still been following this journey for over a decade. And it's just, I don't know, it's kind of weird to see bald bed in a, in a lab and Marcus mostly doing like political stuff and only joining in the combat every now and then. And, uh, Cole also doing his own thing. And I don't know. I just thought they did a really good job with the trio in this game and not really being like, hey, it's not, it's not a Star Wars thing. It's like, look, it's yeah. Han Solo and Chewbacca. They were just kind of doing their thing in the world and it made sense and they weren't forced in there. I, I don't know. I liked what they I, did with the old trio. It, it, felt, it felt nostalgic. and I actually completely agree. Mm, uh, okay. Like, I liked having the old characters come back in four, even if it was Marcus was overused in four, but like his intro scene is really good. Like, yeah, he's like this, like in this mansion and he's like a gun nut hoarder, but he's also like growing his tomatoes. He's like, <laughs> he's like, um, Bert Gummer in, um, in fucking tremors. Like the guy with the house, you know, that's full of guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that film. Uh, and yeah, one of the best movies ever made. And uh, he was like that in four, and it was sort of funny. And then Coltrane and Bear show up at the end. And I was like, I can't, I can't, oops, I can't get mad at the game for Coltrane showing yeah. up and be like, whoa, Coltrane, baby. I'm like, yes, Coltrane, you are cool. Come back yeah. here. But, I'm, not, I'm not saying I was mad, but it was just no, a bit, no. But eh, you were yeah. right, yeah. But yeah, they are really well handled in five. They're mm-hmm. they're. I, they're confident in their new characters. Um, yeah. That they don't have to lean on the old ones so much. And the new characters are good. Like, Kate is a good character. Dell is... Like, her and Dell being the main duo for most of that game was nice. Because I'm like, these two are nice. They're good together. I like them. Uh, JD and Foz are eh, not so good. But Foz was a bit like, oh, I'm the dickhead, but you'll you're start to like me type of guy. And I was like, uh-huh. and I never really did. But, you know, he's... Kate and Dell, though, are good, and I like them. Um, yes. But yeah, Marcus is, like, he's the dad, literally. And you, like, call him up on the radio, and you're like, Dad, I don't know what the fuck to do. And he's like, <laughs> oh, come on. You know? <laughs> and, and, and you, like, you don't talk to him too often, but you call him when you need an assistant or some some knowledge and yeah, he shows he's up with you for like times. a couple of stages in the game but not too long yeah, yeah he shows up a few times for combat and yeah baird is the scientist and he never shows up in combat and coltrane mm-hmm. is a fucking lunatic in his giant robot jaeger suit and and yeah they they don't lean on them too much they were they were really well done i and so yeah i'm glad you brought that up because i i remember feeling that way and thinking they're doing good stuff here and it's something I wish Halo would do is just like move on from yeah. fucking Master Chief and Cortana. Like they're not that interesting. We've had so many games mm-hmm. with them. Like have them fill a different role. And I think it's cool how they've transitioned the OG characters into the more into the what they would be, which is the leaders of of the younger kids and and they are getting old marcus looks fucking old yeah <laughs> yeah and there is a lot of nostalgia yeah. every time his voice comes on you're like ah, oh, marcus yeah there's that gruff obnoxious marcus voice um gotta love yeah. him gotta love him and, and you know like i'm gonna play gear six i look forward to it in three years on the next gen console I hope they wrap yeah. it up, maybe. I hope, because Gears 4 and 5 both have shitty endings. Holy Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really Gears thought there was going to be... Is, uh... I really thought there was going to be another chapter after at the end of Gears 5, but there wasn't. And I was like, 
when they pulled the camera out and like all the particles were flying, I was like, oh fuck, they're going to end this game, aren't they? And then they did, and I was annoyed. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it kind, I kind don't... of felt like a Halo 2 uh, ending to me. Yeah, or Halo 5 as well, where it's like... Halo 5 at least has some stuff happen in the story, but by the end of Halo 5, you're like, all right, let's just get to 6 already so that something can happen in this story. And mm-hmm. five Gears 5 was the same way, where you're just like, great, now I have to wait three more years to finally, like, for something major story stuff to happen. Um, yeah. But I also just don't care enough. <laughs> yeah. Gears of War and 5 also- is, a, is a good $4 stake, and I enjoyed it. Next. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I don't know if you have anything uh, more to say, but... I no, no. I Yeah, I've said enough. Uh, 20 minutes is more than enough to talk about Gears 5. Yeah, I think so. I have no idea what the Horde mode is like. We'll try it eventually. It'll probably be fun, but I yeah. just don't... Re- I don't really care that much. Um, Me neither. I look forward to giving it a go, because the gun combat on PC is pretty good. Yeah. Feels very smooth. So yeah, the other old game that was remastered and released this month uh, was Borderlands. And if Gears 5 is like a really good, inexpensive, overcooked steak that you're (laughs) like, this is fine. Borderlands is like a mall hot dog. (laughs) What? Where you're like, well, I could eat this for lunch and, you know, I could have probably like three of these for lunch and it's... It's not good, but it's food, and mm-hmm. I don't hate it. Wow. Well, I should clarify but, that I uh, played two hours of Borderlands 3 yeah. and just wasn't really getting any fun out of it. Mm. And I don't think it's because the game is bad, because Borderlands is just Borderlands. Borderlands is just good stuff. But... I think I just played a lot of shooting stuff recently. And yeah. after playing Gears of War 5, which was also a bit of a trip down memory lane, playing another... Bo- I think it was just bad timing and my type of mood. So I played two hours and I was like, I'm definitely not in the headspace for this game. And if I yeah. keep going on, I know I'm not going to get any fun out of it. So I was just like, I'll let Jameson do the hard lifting. So uh, he did. Yeah, so I finished it already. It was like oh. 30 hours. Uh it helped. It was a very, very gray and rainy and cold and miserable and quiet weekend. You know, yeah. it was one of those weekends that I was just like, well, fuck it. I have nothing to do. I'll just play a way too much Borderlands. And um, the thought that is in my head throughout all of Borderlands 3 is it's the most unambitious sequel I have ever played. Mm. I it's, did get that feeling from the two hours I played. It's just so astonishing to me how much it's identical to Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there are obviously many changes between Borderlands 2 and 3, um, but they're very small. And In comparison quality- to what other franchises are doing in this climate of gaming, especially. Yeah, like, so Borderlands 3 would have been cool if it came out at the start of this generation, if it was a launch mm-hmm. title or if it came out maybe in 2014, um, you know, even if it could come out like a couple of weeks after Destiny, I think that would have, there would have actually been a, a rather interesting story to come from that in a way, you know, and I, I wonder actually if Destiny would have been okay had Borderlands 3 come out at the same time. Um, because 
Borderlands 3 feels like Borderlands 2 in that Borderlands 2 was identical to Borderlands 1, right? Except yeah. there was more content and very good quality of life improvements. And you're like, cool, this is this is good. Borderlands 2 is a good game. Borderlands 1 was a good game. There's nothing really else like Borderlands at the yeah. time. And the humor is hit or miss, but it's got personality and some of it works, some of it doesn't. And this is a good sequel. And then they put the pre-sequel out and no one cared about that. And I played like 10 hours of that and the oxygen mechanic was garbage. Um, And then, but Borderlands 3, it's 2019. And it's been seven years since Borderlands 2 came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Borderlands 3 is identical in every single way to Borderlands 1 and 2. And... Well, not technically... But close. I mean, fundamentally identical. Well, the the guns have alternative firing things, and okay, weird, some of the guns. Okay, yeah, some of the guns have an alternate fire. Personalities. Uh, actually, a lot you, of the guns in Borderlands One and Two had weird quirks. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Weird guns is not new, but the, the alternate the fire modes I is. I think is better in the guns for sure. So the guns are weird. They're the guns are more bizarre and. Well, the gunplay across the board is way is is quite improved, right? Like you go mm-hmm. back to Borderlands one and two, and you're like, "Ooh, this is floaty, yeah, and I a did. bit rough. It's not great." Like, so the gunplay feels good in in three. It's solid, fun, and it and it feels like the player movement is really improved. The mantling is nice. The sliding is nice. Um, the gunplay feels good, but the guns are a bit weird. They're, they're more, um. Like, individually, they're more interesting and weird than they ever were in 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. But I actually don't feel like there's a ton of variety of guns. Hmm. Okay. Um, all of the weapon manufacturer types kind of all feel the same. Like, oh. I, like in so, like, all the Jacob's guns, you know, Jacob guns were, like, uh, they're the ones that shoot really quickly. They're just sort of old school, like Wild West revolvers and shotguns. That just their their main quirk was they shoot really fast. Mm-hmm. And 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 the Malawan guns in three all have a shield. Yes, and, I got one of those. And I I don't know. I just I have found that I find a gun and I'm like ah oh, this is one of the ones that doesn't have to reload. It just overheats and you spray it with a squirt gun. And like the first time you get one of those, you're like, oh, this is this is weird. This is fun. But then you just sort of realize that like every COV, that's the manufacturer of this one, COV gun is that. And you're like, oh, it's another one of those. Uh, oh, are you saying it- every gun we saw in the trailer is every gun in the game? Kind of, yeah. Oh, no, really? So like so like there's TDR guns, which uh, you they either explode when you reload them or they turn into a turret with legs and run around and shoot things when you reload them. There's... The gun that you spray with a squirt gun, except there's that's the whole archetype for that manufacturer. Is just that's how all the guns work from them. You just spray it with a squirt gun because it overheats. There's the Malawan gun with a shield, and you know all those guns have a shield on them. And the 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 Jacob's guns shoot really quickly. And yeah, I I have found like I pick up a gun and I can tell just by the icon how it's going to shoot and what it looks like. You know. Mm. Um, in a way that I don't again it's been a long time since Borderlands 2 so I, I could be wrong here but I remember 
the variation of the guns being pretty wild. And in this, it's just more like the individual guns are wilder, but there's less variation. Yeah, I think um, I get what you're saying. Like substantially less variation. The more the more I play and the more loot drops I get, the more I just look at them and be like, uh, it's another one of those, just going to trash it. It's another one of these ones. Okay, I like these ones. I'll keep this one and try it. Um, and that's sort of weird and surprising to me, but not a major thing that like more broadly the problem i have with borderlands is that it's just like i said at the top it's just so unambitious like Mm -hmm. so much has happened in this genre since borderlands 2 came out um and it's like they just didn't care and they were like la 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 we invented this genre sort of or we popularized it we're just gonna make exactly that again and i think for me after my two hours, the wall I hit was I was quite enjoying uh, the opening with the main quest because it's. I think the game looks good. Uh, I think the yeah. environments are good. There's some kind of cool scale to some of the buildings, and I did a boss fight, and it looked interesting. But I think I hit a wall when I got back into a vehicle and was just yep. driving around, and I picked up a few side quests, and it was like, go and search in this pile for an audio thing. And I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. This is the exact same loop as the last two games. It's and I was like, identical. Every and- part of it is identical. The inventory is identical. The structure is identical. You get in your vehicle. You drive around the environment. You do boring-ass fetch quests. Uh, I think one thing that's really like- come a long way in the, the gaming industry is side quests. A lot of game companies are doing uh, quantity, um, quality over quantity when it comes yep. to side quests. Uh, for good reason. Borderlands is the better. opposite, for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, back in the day, it was, that was how people liked it. Yeah. But now... And also, I sort of thought that, you know, new generation, they'd be maybe opening the world up more, like bigger environments, you know? Like they promise all these different planets that you can go to. And I, I'm not expecting, you know, a no man's sky planet sized planet world that I can wander around on, but it's still just like small little instance zones that you have to load between. And like a handful of them are big enough to drive a vehicle around on. But there's also a lot of them that are just like really linear. Like one of the planets you go to that was in the trailer, it's sort of, um, pink sort of mountainous sort of asiany looking uh like temple planet that was in the trailer um it's just one corridor <laughs> oh it's just literally just one level on that map is the and you you hold forward and you shoot things for like 20 minutes until you get to the end of that level and that's it and that's the whole zone for that whole planet and there's a few side quests in that linear corridor environment and that's it. And it's like, it's been seven years. <laughs> it's 2019. Like, why aren't these worlds more connected or larger or more imaginative? Or why mm. isn't there armor? Why is there not armor drops? Like, why don't you apply your weird, crazy gun tech to shoulder pads and helmets? Like, I think I have why? two theories, and I'm not sure which one is right. <laughs> My first theory is that Borderlands fans are extremely passionate and they wanted to just give the fans more of what they want. And I think in in a lot of regards, it has been successful. Most of 
most I say like 80% of the reviews I've seen have been very positive like hey more Borderlands I like Borderlands I want to <clears> play more Borderlands here's more this is great and then there's people on the other side who are just like eh it's more Borderlands and I think I've had enough of it theory two is Gearbox can't make any good games yep and they accidentally made one good game and they're just remaking it because they don't know how to make good games <laughs> I think so it's just both. remaking Borderlands forever. Yeah, I think it's both. I think it's like the fans want this one thing <clears throat> and Gearbox only ever figured out how to make this one thing and the money has run out and it's like, well, we need money to make our other shitty games that we're going to make for some fucking reason like Battleborn or Aliens. <laughs> and we Alien need to make a, we need Marines. we need to fill the bank vault back up, so let's fuck let's make borderlands 3 okay let's fuck it well, we'll do it we'll make borderlands 3 that's what it feels like it feels like they didn't want to you know like it feels like a, they're just doing it because they had to mm-hmm. and it's just like i haven't had a terrible time with borderlands 3 i yeah. you know i played a lot of it in a fairly short period of time and enjoyed parts of it pretty decently the first 15 hours were a slog the character skill progression characters do not i mean the one character i played the gunner mose with the mech she does not get interesting at all until like 15 hours into the game Mm -hmm. and so that was a slog but then once it starts getting interesting it, it like it's a quick ramp and it's like oh now i'm super overpowered and my bullets all just explode constantly and I can sprint with my gun out and I recharge ammo and grenades and, you know, and it just, and I can shoot nuclear bombs with my mech and you're like, nice. all right, this is absurd uh, and I'm having a good time. But then if I like take a break or hit, have one part of it that sort of, if the experience gets like, way like shaken at all like if there's a a bug or anything gets in my way i'm like i'm closing this game fuck this game (laughs) and yeah and then now that i've beaten it i'm like why should i bother like finding the cool guns yeah like because and i know people will get mad but like destiny exists you know and destiny has always to me felt like the like the logical evolution to borderlands in a lot of ways where it's Mm -hmm. like we're taking first person shooting and we're making it um what's the word i'm looking for Uh, you know i don't know ongoing right Mm -hmm. we're making it a thing you can stick with for years and I it, it's the same as the division two for me now where it's like, all right, I beat it. I had an okay time. And now I guess I'll wait for DLC. And I know Destiny's the same way, right? But like there's something about the the fact that the character and world and destiny are all ongoing, you know? There's like actual end game content that's interesting. Uh Borderlands, it's like I beat the game. And then I guess I'll just grind like crazy until the DLC pack comes out in December, which I'm not going to do. Like, I'm never going to play Borderlands again, probably after this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something about the the structure of it that is like, it's fun to play through the campaign. And then when it's over, I'm like, okay, I, I'm done now. I never will play this game again. And I was that way with Borderlands 2. You know, I... I 
got to max level and then never played any of the DLCs except for the the Tiny Tina weird like board game DLC, which was pretty yeah. interesting. But it's just it's just so Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like I like Borderlands a lot. I but do too. There like, is yeah. a thing called diminishing returns. You can't just yeah. keep consuming the same thing for hundreds of hours without eventually being like, eh, I would like something a bit different. Yeah. Like and we played, people... I played like 150 hours of Borderlands 2, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, and a lot of Borderlands I, I, 1 as well. I actually looked at our Xbox achievements because I, I have a memory of us playing a lot of that game together yeah. on the 360 when we were in school. And it turns out we did. We got the achievement for um, completing all side content at the same time. So we were uh, playing a lot of that game at some point. Yeah, and, I played you know, a hundred, like 100, 100 hours of one, probably 200 yeah. hours of two. And I played two hours of Borderlands 3. And I was like, I feel like I've been here before. Yeah, and that's just what I'm feeling. Is like, it's just... It just feels like more of Borderlands 2, except there's some quality of life changes. And... You know, we're almost, this generation is almost over. Mm-hmm. We've got like a year left. It's 2019. Like so much has happened for like ongoing live service games, for loot shooters, for open world games. And it's like near the end of the generation, things are getting, the best games of the console always usually come out in the last couple of years because developers are figuring things out and taking risks and making these crazy games. And Borderlands 3 is just, it's just more fucking borderlands yeah it seems to be very based on people's i guess resilience to playing the same thing over and over or if some people maybe skipped borderlands one and they've only played borderlands two so they have less borderlands under their belt so it's less repetitive to them if if this is your first borderlands game you're probably gonna have a really good time if you've never played anything like this before I think yeah, and your enjoyment of this game is going to be based on how much you can replay the same thing or how much Borderlands you played in the past. Yeah, and if you loved the old games and played a ton of them and were, you know, like, and I don't mean like 150 hours, I mean like four or 500 hours. If you're one of those people, um, you know, obviously, like all those people seem to be loving three. Yeah, and some people just play one game for a year. Yeah, and there's a lot of smart changes to like co-op and scaling and mm-hmm. loot drops for co-op and farming things like th- there's smart stuff in it but it's just at the end of the day it's just honestly it's like uh destiny exists <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. you know i just find everything like the thing is borderlands one and two felt unique and original and now I look at Borderlands and I think literally everything in this game is done better in Destiny. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah. Oh, oh, also, the writing is the worst thing I've ever heard in any video game in my entire life. Yeah. In the two it's, hours I played, it seemed oh, it, it seemed more quantity of it. Like people were always so, talking. It's exhausting. Um I after about ten hours, I made the decision to turn off my volume, my 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 the the dialogue volume, and just <laughs> listen to podcasts or watch videos on my other monitor because it was insufferable. Yeah, um, you can't tell the same joke for ten years and it, and still be funny. You need it's not even out. the same jokes. It's like worse jokes than ever before. You can't um, tell worse jokes for ten years. And <laughs> yeah, and and it's not just like yeah, like you said, there, there's so 
much of it. It's just relentless mm-hmm. constantly. And they've taken good characters from Tales from the Borderlands and made them awful. Like, Vaughn is fucking insufferable. Mm. And, I love Tales. And also, some like, so much of the voice acting, like, the delivery of the lines is just them. F- they're just yelling at you. Screaming. They're just yeah. yelling their shitty, fucking terrible comedy at you. And, and then you notice when you turn the dialogue volume off, you realize that there is an enormous amount of you standing around waiting for them to finish fucking talking so you can get your next objective and get moving to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you sort of don't notice it as much when they're talking because you're actually listening to them. But as soon as you turn that off, you realize... Like, I'm just standing here. I'm just going to stand up and walk into the kitchen and, like, do some dishes for five minutes and come back. And, oh, look, they finally stopped talking. Uh, is there any different, um, what's the word? Like, um, not is archetypes the right word? Different types of weapons except for, like, assault rifle, pistol, shotgun. Is there, like, crossbows or bow and arrow or... No. Okay. <laughs> no, there are machine guns, submachine guns, shotguns, pistols, snipers, rockets. That's it. Yeah. It's exactly like Borderlands 2. That's really weird. Uh, there's not, not have... even a new slot on the in the inventory. It's there's not like you have your shield, grenade, class mod, and the other thing that I don't remember what they call it. Like, it's hmm. identical in Strange. every way. Um, and yeah, so it's like, oh, also another part that really bothers me about it is like for a game that they took so long to make and they made it so identical, you would hope that it would at least be like really polished. Um, oh yeah but it's not uh the pc port is fucking bad straight up i think the console Uh, stuff is rough as well right yeah it sounds like a very shaky frame rate on consoles which is not surprising Mm -hmm. um and uh the the pc like it's the same engine as gears of war 5 right like yeah i just finished gears 5 and it looks unbelievable. I, it ran at a locked 4K 60 FPS on max settings. Like, that's crazy. It looks insane. And then you get to Borderlands 3, and I'm like, well, if I squint, it looks better. <laughs> you know, the lighting is better. There's more detail in some things. And it runs like fucking dog shit. <laughs> uh, I cannot hold a steady frame rate at 1440p in this game. Uh, I played a mode last night where it was dropping into the 30s. Ooh. Uh, on medium settings. Oh, at 1440p on a 1080 Ti, like, yeah. uh, like the so the 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 PC port is bad, straight up. Um, and then I wanted to um tell you a little bit about how uh broken and buggy a lot of this game is, um, okay. because I don't know if people have done a good job of expressing that because it's I had uh, one very strange interaction with one of the cars that was tipped over and it was freaking out and flying all over the place. So I did um, their version of like the horde mode last night. They've had it in all the games, you know, it's like the circle of slaughter or something mm-hmm. where you drop down into the pit and fight for way too fucking long. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be about 30 minutes. It was 90 minutes long. Ooh, wow. Which was not what I wanted. Um, in that 90 mis- minute session, uh, for the last about 30 minutes, it was running at about 40 FPS for me, which is not ideal. Um, I had a screen shake bug that occurred probably six times where my screen would just start shaking. Oh, And God. wouldn't stop for about five minutes, um, which was not nice. Um, there's a recurring bug that happened in this, but it occurs in all versions, like all parts of the game with my mech, where I sometimes shoot my nuclear bomb, which obviously has a bit of a recharge time on it. 
Um, the animation occurs and no projectile is launched and nothing takes any damage, which is really fun. Mm. Um, there's a recurring bug also where you call your mech in, you climb into the mech, and then immediately climb out of the mech and the mech is destroyed. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and that's your, your super, right? That's your ultimate ability. There's like It's like four minutes to recharge and you call it in at a dire situation, right? You strategically use this ability and... 20 30 percent of the time it just i just climb in and then get right back out and my mech is gone uh so that that's really fun uh and really sucks uh and also during this long 90 minute session last night i did that happened to me one time and i got stuck in the environment and was unable to move until i nice. fully died and respawned which was really nice um there were some times in this mode where the whole game froze up for about five seconds. And then I thought, oh, I've crashed. Great. There goes all my progress. And then it would catch up uh, and resume, which was nice. This mode really made the game feel like it was going to explode. And it was like playing a Bethesda game. Um, at the end of these 90 minutes, the last enemy, literally the last enemy was a flying enemy and it flew up and clipped into the environment outside of the map. Hell Literally yeah. Literally the last enemy. Oh my god. <laughs> Thankfully, after about a minute and a half, it unclipped itself and flew back down and we killed it. Okay. But I have never been more ready to fucking throw a PC out a window than last <laughs> night, where I was like... It took 90 minutes and literally the last enemy that we had to kill got stuck in the environment for like two minutes straight, um, which Beautiful. is really fucking awful. Um, there's a bug also where sometimes, uh, you know, there's like um, corrosive, like green goo stuff, um, barrels of that. Sometimes uh, if an enemy attacks you with that while you're in the mech, uh, the green goo gets like the screen hit effect gets stuck in permanently replaying and is stuck right in the center of your reticle and blocks the entire screen and you can't see or shoot anything, which is really Jesus. fun. Um, I encountered probably six or more uh, quest script breaks um, where the scripting would break and I had to quit the game and relaunch it and reload it and hope that the quest resumed where it had, you know, uh, where it's just like this this thing was supposed to happen and it didn't. Uh, so that, I think I, I saved six videos of that happening. Um, one time I had to follow an NPC, which happens often. And you, you start talking to him and he's like, follow me. And then I meleeed him and he flew into the air and across the map. Nice. Uh, that and fun. ended in his end position where the normal, it normally would have been five minutes of following him to that position. I, I happened to punch him and he just teleported to that place, um, which was across the map. Uh, to be fair, it did save me probably three minutes of walk and talk, which isn't the worst thing uh and just other shit like boss fight music coming on screen and all this uh it's just borderlands 3 uh is an identical game uh that is also buggy as fuck and i don't know how that's okay after all this time yeah i am surprised to hear about that stuff i really expected it to be i don't know a polished triple a product yeah so yeah i i like I don't have a whole lot more to say. It's just, it's the same game again. It's so obnoxiously written and it's very buggy in my experience. And so it's like, sometimes I have a good time. Sometimes I'm, 
infuriated by it. And I am, I, I'm really disappointed to hear about the gun variants. That's kind of bummed me out because I was planning on kind of keeping Borderlands 3 in the back pocket on the backlog and waiting for like a you know cold December's night where I haven't yeah. really got anything on the agenda. And I was going to be like, you know what, I'm going to shoot some shit in Borderlands. And I probably still will. I like to always give things my own go before, you know, giving it my opinion. But yeah, the gun variance thing has really kind of bummed me out because everything else I could see past if I was, I don't know, I was just excited for a wacky gun adventure. Yeah, like you would think that a gun with legs as in the trailer, would be like a rare and wild, you know, thing. It would be like an exotic quest or something, you know, like this crazy gun. Yeah. But no, that's just like half of the TDR guns just are that. They just do that. And it's like, maybe it's a shotgun, maybe it's a, an assault rifle, but it has legs and it just runs around. And I've gotten like 20 of them. I just trash them all, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the gun that overheats and you spray it with a squirt gun, like I've probably gone, I probably deleted like 300 of those. Like, and the, the differences between them is just this one's an AR, this one's an SMG, this one has different stats, this one has different stats. Like the functionality of them are all so similar. Um, it feels like there's maybe, it feels like there's, I don't know, 25, 30 guns maybe. Jesus. And then, there's just, and then it's just different stats on them. That's what it feels like. And, it, you know, that could be uh, just unlucky loot, you know? Uh, I don't know. Maybe? But that's just sort of what it feels like. Uh, I, I, Got one gun last night that felt different and like one that I hadn't seen before. Uh, and that was the first one that I'd gotten in probably 10 hours that actually felt different. Uh, so, yeah, that's sort of surprising to me. <sighs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, I just Whatever. think it's boring. It's just boring. <laughs> yeah, it's more Borderlands next. It's, it's boring and uninspired and, you know, lots of people will love it and that's totally fine. And I, I by no means had a terrible time with it. Um, but if, let's put it this way. Originally, Destiny, the Destiny expansion was supposed to be out yesterday, which was three days after Border or four days after Borderlands 3 had come out. Yeah. Um, if that had been the case... I would have put Borderlands down yesterday and never, ever touched it again. Uh, um, what a rip. It's just, it's just, it's a kind of a bummer. Cause like, yeah, I didn't expect the Borderlands of, 3 to be, I didn't think Borderlands 3 could be disappointing. Yeah. And when they announced it, I was like, yeah, I'm ready for Borderlands. I, I, yeah, and I presumed that they were going to be doing, you know, lots of new stuff. And the trailers looked pretty new. Yeah, and no, it's just like at the end of Borderlands 2, you know, you get the key and there's like all these planets and you're like, wow, that's next gen Borderlands planets. Like the, these, they're going to do the, these huge environments and, you know, they'll hopefully like add armor stuff and oh, it's maybe make a little more social, you know, bring a little destiny into it. Not that they need to, they don't have to, but it's fine if they don't. But then they didn't, they didn't do anything. They did nothing with it. It's just another borderlands game mm. in every way uh and that's that just kind of sucks yeah. i don't know it, when you say it, it depends who you are if it sucks of or course not. yeah of course some people are gonna be um, very excited to play more of the same yeah and there were definitely there was a decent little chunk there where i was like yeah borderlands yeah, yeah. and then and then you know the bugs come in and i'm like ah. And then the frame rate's tanking, and I'm like, ugh. And then if I turn the if I turn the audio back up and hear them talking, I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's just, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm just about done. I actually think because we were filming our dumb video where I was cheating already, you know, to, to yeah. so we could film that. I think I'm just gonna load up Cheat Engine and give myself like just gonna fuck around with Cheat Engine for an evening and then probably never play the game again. Uh, yeah, I mean, you beat and, it. Fair. And yeah, and, and and I didn't have a terrible time with it, but it was. Pretty boring for the most part, I would say. More like bored, ugh, lands, am I right? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Take that, Don't Randy. you love how they even make a joke about how weird it is that people just like keep playing the same shit for seven years in the first yeah. like, hour of that game? And you're like, wait. <laughs> I heard him go, I can't believe people come back to the same world after seven years or something. I was like, wait a, wait, wait a, wait. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Did you just... What the fuck, Joe? We forgot to talk about the terrible boss fight in Gears 5. Oh, yeah. No, no, we did mention it. Did we? Very briefly. <sighs> Very briefly. I said it had a really bad boss fight at the end of Act 2. It's so bad. That's How many times like did it take four, you? Uh, ten, I think. Yeah, I think that's... Because it, it just kept well. one-shotting me with that it's, big jump. It's so garbage. I hate, that's the fight. thing we brought up in Control, is like dying in one hit... It's not fun in boss fights. The no boss fights in it. Borderlands 3 aren't very good either. They're just... No, um, I did one. You get in an arena and every boss is exactly the same in that you just take AoE damage from every single direction and yeah. hope you don't die. And you just have to shoot them really quickly. That's every boss fight. It's not very good. Because uh, I did the one with the speakers and I was like, where right. the fuck am I supposed to be standing to not get hit? Yeah, I couldn't I, find a place. I went up like this tiny little staircase. I was like, I guess I'm, guess I'm standing up here. Yeah, uh, every boss fight is like that. You're just like, there's no cover, there's no safe space. It's just a clusterfuck of AOE damage, and I'm just gonna hope that I can tank it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's Borderlands. I really hope they don't make another one. <laughs> they will. Because this will probably sell like a million me. copies, and you know. it oh, it'll probably sell like crazy. It also doesn't help that like I don't know. There's so much stupid shit in, around the peripheral of Borderlands with Gearbox and Randy Pitchford, and yeah. And that, also, the, the marketing uh, was just sometimes less is more. It was relentless. It was like forty hours of the game was shown in gameplay. I was like, get it away from me! I don't want to see it. All. It's kind of like Death Stranding being very similar at the moment, where it's like, I don't want yeah, to see like, all of Death why Stranding. Why are you putting out two hours of Death Stranding gameplay? The game's out in a month and a half. Yeah. What are you doing? I like the, so the mystique around the game. I, don't, I like that I don't understand it. Stop showing me the fucking game. The wild thing about Borderlands is that they showed so much of it, and it's just the same game again. Like I don't, I'm amazed they got so many trailers out of it's a Borderlands game again. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It's fine. It's fine. If you love Borderlands, you'll love this game because it's it's well made for the most part, except for when yeah. it's not, I guess. Borderlands is good. It was good, yeah, in 2012. It can be good, depending on if you've Maybe. played 400 hours of it. Yeah, or uh, 100 hours. I probably won't be playing it ever, maybe? After this talk, I don't know. I don't give a shit. Who cares? Oh yeah, and like I said, like Destiny is the one for me. You know, right? Like we've we've had that conversation before, where it's like these different games, like Anthem, The Division, and all these things are trying to like steal the thunder away from like Destiny and Warframe. 
and yeah. wow and a few others and it's like eh, you know i've never regarded borderlands as a game that you play for more than a month um but it just sort of reinforced for me that like i'm so much more invested in what bungie is doing now with the formula and yeah it's it's interesting to me how the same game like gears 5 and borderlands 3 are are share a lot of similarities and it's just it's interesting to me how one really clicks and one really doesn't and they Mm -hmm. both are sort of these weird ancient feeling games uh in terms of ambition or structure yeah Yeah, that is a good point it helps that it helps that gears 5 isn't yelling piss and shit jokes at you every five seconds yeah and it has a story you kind of want to engage with and it has set pieces that you you don't see coming yeah there was one there was one joke in gears 5 that was from dell in act three or from jd in act three and he says something about like i don't know it was like eat that ass or something you locust and it was just it killed me and he was like wait that sounded weird and she's like uh yeah let's just move on yeah what did what did he say i don't remember but it was fucking hilarious he was like we wiped that ass or something we we wiped that ass clean or something yeah i think that's what it was i can't remember that one little line is literally funnier than all of borderlands (laughs) 3 Because it was genuinely like quite awkward. It was. It was, it was. It was just like a dumb joke. It sounded improvised, honestly. Yeah. Um. There, I just literally laughed about a Gears of War line more than I laughed through all of Borderlands Three. Yeah, that was a good line. Oh, uh, that was funny. So, okay. Yeah. Well. So, in huh. conclusion, Control is fucking great. <laughs> Yep, and for $3 or whatever the fuck it is, Gears 5, not too bad. Not too bad. All right, I'm going to have a little look ahead. What will we be talking about next time? For October, we have Call of Duty, Modern Warfare again. Yeah. Outer Worlds, and Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, we'll Yeah, it might be a late... You know, like an early November episode, I would suspect, because yeah. it's pretty late, you know, releases. I mean, Destiny's stuff, but we, didn't, we won't talk about that. Uh, like Please. Ghost Recon, no thank you. No. Yeah, October is a little uh, back heavy. Uh, which yes, is fine. that's true. Which is fine. More room for going to the moon and shooting aliens. Yeah. But <laughs> apart from that, guys, thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Big Old Fat Podcast, whatever it's called. Yeah, and, that's uh, it. Thank you for Big listening. Big Fat Turd Dick Podcast. Haha, what a funny joke. <laughs> I should have oh, yelled you... that at the top of my lungs. Well, there's no Borderlands fans left listening right now. You, you realize that. So they're all gone, and they're all disliked, and they're all pissed off. And and one of them is definitely Randy. He's going to drag us <laughs> for this one. He's going to go, go on a Twitter tirade about Defend he's the House's He's going to abracadabra you away, dude. No! <laughs>